Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the Care Work Podcast, Hire to Thrive. Today, we are going to talk about four metrics that your home care recruiter should be tracking. So if you were with us last week when we talked about four common mistakes that we see home care agencies make when they are recruiting, one of the things that we mentioned was that they're not tracking their KPIs. They're not looking at the right metrics to see how their process is working, where they could improve, and give a data-based recruiting system. So what we're going to talk about today is the specific metrics that we would like you to be tracking, how often to track them, and what to do with them. Now, I will let you know I'm sorry if I sound a little raspy. I said that I was going to start a podcast, planned it all out, recorded the first episode, and then, of course, immediately got an awful cold and completely lost my voice. So it's back now, but if I sound a little rough, that's why. So today, what you might want to have in front of you if you are sitting at a desk is a pen and paper or a notepad to write down what metrics you should be tracking, what to do with them. If you are listening to this in the car or on a walk or anywhere where you don't have an easy way to write that down, just know that we're going to put a blog that goes with this on our website. We'll link it in the show notes. And from that blog, you can see this all written out, all the information, what to do with it. So whether you have the notes with you or you want to go look at the blog, either way, this information today is really detail-oriented, and I want to make sure that you get the exact ways to go put it into place. You know, we don't just want to talk about ideas. We want to talk about implementation, some really practical things that you can do right now to make your home care recruiting process more data-based. Welcome to the Hire to Thrive podcast, where home care hiring is reimagined. I'm your host, Rachel Gartner, founder and CEO of CareWork. We're on a mission to help you hire and retain more high quality caregivers so that you can serve your community better. Since 2018, we've helped our partner agencies hire thousands of caregivers. If your agency needs more hires to thrive, you're in the right place. Okay, let's dive in. Four metrics that your home care recruiter should be tracking. Number one, and this is a monthly number to look at, is your cost per applicant. This is where you're going to go on whatever hiring platform you're using, whatever job ads you're sponsoring and see, how much did we spend, and then divide that by the number of applicants that you got to see what your cost per applicant was. This number will vary depending on the platform you're using, depending on the ads that you're running, and depending on factors outside of your control. For example, I was working with a client a few years ago in Ocala, Florida, and two new facilities opened up in the same area as them and went on really big advertising pushes to hire caregivers. And the agency we were working with saw that for that month or two, their cost per applicant went way up because there was all this competition competing job ads. So some of these things are outside your control. Other things you can directly control and you can test your ads. Hey, if we post in this neighborhood versus that one, even though they're five miles apart, which one has a better cost per applicant? What if we put caregiver in the title versus home health date in the title? Where do we get a better cost per applicant? Do we list our pay exactly or do we say, competitive wages, where do we get the better cost per applicant? 
Now, where I have seen some agency owners kind of go wrong with this is maybe smaller agencies where the owner is still really involved in all of these details and waking up like in the middle of the night to check to see how are our job ads doing. And I know where this is coming from because I'm also a business owner, that when you are under times of immense stress and you have these things that are weighing you down that are critical to your business succeeding, it's easy to get too invested in these numbers. So why I said monthly for cost per applicant is that that's a good time frame to check in on your job ads. To once a month, sit down, see the different job ads you're running, and we do recommend running a few at a time. See which one is getting the best cost per applicant that is also leading to hires, and put more of your budget there. You can review these every week. I have just rarely found that to be necessary. At the most, I would recommend on a weekly basis, just checking in on your ads to make sure they're all still running correctly and to repost one of your ads every week. I don't recommend getting too in the weeds about your budget every week. It's just one of those things you can, you can do it. I don't think it's necessary. The rest of the numbers we're gonna talk about today are weekly. I don't think this one needs to be once a month, sit down, What is your cost per applicant? The number two metric that your recruiter should be tracking, and this is weekly, is the number of applicants that you get to see how your job ads are doing. So you don't need to go look at all the specifics of your job ads. What you need to know is, are we getting more applicants than last week, fewer applicants than last week? What's going on? This is one of the first ways that your whole recruiting process can get a lot more collaborative and a lot more data-based because I do believe that data fosters collaboration, is that when the results go down for the week, you as an owner or a leader of a home care agency aren't going to go straight to that recruiter and say, did you just not call anybody? What's going on? Why did nobody show up? If you can look at it and go, oh, we got half the applicants than we did the week before, so we know the volume is going to go down and we can plan accordingly for that. You might decide to make some last minute strategy changes just for this week to say, hey, we got fewer applicants this week. Let's make sure that we're calling everyone the day they apply and the day after. We're going to need to really ramp up our efforts here to get a higher percentage of applicants through the door because we didn't get as many applicants. Maybe you have a week where your applicant numbers suddenly crash and you might say, let's go look at our job ads to see if there's a problem. But if you're looking at this number of applicants every week, you can spot problems before they magnify. So if your applicant volume goes down, you might say, let's watch for one more week and see what happens. And then the next week it's still down. You're going to know you have an issue and go solve it before getting to the end of the month and going, why are we not hiring enough people? Why don't we have enough people in orientation? you're going to see that problem coming because the pipeline takes a while. So if you wait and look at just the number of hires and the number of people in orientation, by the time that problem shows up, it started a couple weeks ago with decreasing applicant volume, if that's the problem. So every week you start your little metric tracker with how many applicants did we get, and you watch that over time. And that will give your recruiter a good idea of what to do, and it'll give your leadership a good idea of what to expect as far as hiring volume and where to dig in for more information. So that's two. The number three metric I recommend tracking is the percentage of applicants that book an interview. This is really easy. You're already tracking the number of applicants that you got. 
Now you're going to go down to the next spot on your spreadsheet or wherever you're tracking this, and you're going to put in how many interviews you booked, and you're going to look at that as a percentage to see what percentage of our applicants booked interviews. Now, the reason for this is it tells you a couple of really important things. And if you know this about care work and about me, we are all about these hiring metrics because everybody needs more caregivers, but not everyone is facing the same challenges. And your agency's challenges will change throughout the year with different staff, with different things in your market. So when you look at a specific metric like this to say, what percentage of applicants booked interviews? If this goes down, you now have a specific problem to focus on. And if it does go down, or if you look at CareWorks national benchmarking data and you find out in this particular step of the recruiting process, you're way below the national average, here's the two things you're going to want to look at. One is the quality of your applicants. So we talked about job ads and how often to review them. If you have a really low percentage of applicants booking interviews, it might be that you're getting great cost per applicant and you're getting a lot of applicants but you're not getting qualified applicants. And so you may need to dig in a little bit there to see, are our ads placed in the wrong locations? Are we using the wrong titles? Are we not including the qualifications like we should? There are very few situations where I recommend on a platform like Indeed using an automatically disqualifying question. But for some of the agencies we've worked with, this metric was really, really low because they had a very strict qualification requirement and they were rejecting a ton of people before booking an interview. So an example of this is a vaccine requirement. If you have a vaccine requirement that you're very strict on and you're getting a lot of applicants that are not vaccinated and not willing to get the vaccination, you might want to go on Indeed and actually put that question in there as an automatic disqualifying question because otherwise you're spending money on all of these applicants that are never going to work out. Now, the reason we don't typically recommend disqualifying questions like that is there's a lot of times that people don't understand the gray areas. So if you're putting something like, do you have a year of caregiving experience? They might go, oh man, I only have 11 months. And they put no, because they don't technically meet that requirement and they don't realize they're gonna get automatically rejected. Where maybe if you called them and say they said, no, I only have 11 months, you went, well, you know, that's all right. Let's go ahead and bring you in for an interview. So by and large, we don't recommend disqualifying questions, but if your percentage of applicants booking interviews is very, very low and you are rejecting a lot of people for the same problem, that's when you might wanna consider trying that. And with everything, you can test it, test the data. So go do an ad where you have that disqualifying question. See if your percentage of applicants that book an interview goes up when you do that, but also see does it impact your final metrics like actually getting applicants hired and your cost per hire. Those are the kind of things you would look at. The second main thing that your percentage of applicants booking an interview will tell you is how well your recruiter is doing at their job and how well your recruiting process is working. So I don't want to micromanage. I mean, I don't want you to micromanage your recruiters, right? Hey, how many people did you call back? Well, how many people did you talk to? I mean, we run into this sometimes even with our clients going, well, we're not meeting our goals, so you must not be actually getting on the phone with them. Now, because we are a recruiting company, that is what we do, we have a very strict process for how quickly an applicant has to be contacted, how many phone calls, how many text messages, all of our calls are recorded so we can always go audit if we need to. The average home care agency does not have time 
and nor should they take the time to micromanage a recruiter to that level. But this metric will give you a very quick insight to see if applicants are falling through the cracks and if your recruiting process is not attracting those applicants. Now, sometimes there are other factors that come into play here. It could be that you're not paying enough. It could be that your agency maybe has a bad reputation. So I'm not going to say it's all on the recruiter, but I will tell you, especially if you have multiple recruiters or if you can have somebody in the office take over recruiting for a while, this is the metric that you would look at to see, are we calling applicants quickly enough, getting them through the door quickly enough, getting them screened quickly enough? This is the metric that's going to show that without having to micromanage the phone calls and the text messages and all of that, because you can just look at it and see, hey, the average agency is getting 30% of their applicants to book an interview, and we're only getting 5%. Either there's something really wrong with our agency's reputation, or we're just not calling them fast enough, and they're getting somewhere else first. So that's what that metric does for you. The number four metric that you want to track is what percentage of interviews are successful every week. This is just another way of looking at your no-call, no-show rate, but it's kind of the positive side of it. What percentage did show up? What percentage did come in? It's a nicer way to look at it. This will fluctuate over time, and for a lot of people, when you look at it, it's a little bit depressing. This is the part that everyone kind of complains about. Well, we did get all these people booked for interviews, but nobody showed up. Nobody called. They just don't show up. It's a waste of your time. It's a waste of your effort. And I get that. But you just have to account for it. We know that this is a fact of the business. We know that a lot of interviews that you schedule are not going to show up. But you need to know about how many. You need to plan for that. So that when you sit down that once a month and you look at your cost per applicant, you can plan what your Indeed budget should be or whatever other platform you're using. If you know what percentage of people are going to book an interview and what percentage of people are going to show up for their interview, you can backwards plan to find out exactly how many applicants you need to meet your hiring goals. Now, this is the way that metrics become really, really powerful really powerful. These are the levers that you can pull to meet your hiring goals. Now, there are a lot of extenuating circumstances and it's a hard industry and there is a caregiver shortage. But again, at CareWork, what we want to do is give you the data to plan for those things you can't control. You cannot make caregivers show up for an interview. You cannot schedule five interviews a week and be surprised you don't get four or five hires. That's just not the way the industry works right now. What you can do is say, you know what? Only 25% of our interviews are successful. So we need to schedule four interviews for every hire that we need. And then you can go, okay, we need four interviews for every hire, but we know that only half of our applicants book an interview. So we need eight applicants for every hire that we wanna get. And we know that our cost per applicant is $10, so we need a $400 hiring budget. I just did all that math off the top of my head, so let's all hope that that was all correct. But you get the, the concept of what I'm saying. You backwards plan. And this is where recruiting goes from this frustrating outside thing that's crippling your business to a business strategy, to these are the numbers and here's how I plan for them. 
So knowing the percentage of your interviews that are successful allows you to plan for that. It also allows you to plan logistically to say, if we know that only half of our interviews show up, let's schedule them closer together because statistically we know they're, they're not all going to show up. We can double book interviews because we know this. We can triple book interviews. We can do it this way, that way. All of that comes from this number. It also takes a lot of the emotion out of it because you're not kind of getting your hopes up for something that's not realistic. This is a human tendency that we all do in recruiting and in sales where we know that they're not all going to work out, but we look at it and go, but I scheduled five interviews. Oh my goodness, if we got five hires this week, that'd be so great. We really need that. And it's, it's an optimism, and that's really nice, but it's not typically going to be true. Will it happen sometimes? Yes. Will it be normal? No. You can account for it. The other thing with the percentage of your interviews that show up is if you look at CareWorks national data and you realize, wow, I know everybody has a problem with no call, no shows, but we're actually having a way bigger problem than other agencies are. What do you do with that? Well, it could be getting them through the door faster. It could be your pay, because a lot of times people will take an interview, even if it's not the pay they're looking for. But if they get a better option in the meantime, they're going to take that. And it could also be the connection that your recruiter is building with them. So again, if they're taking the interview, but they're not really feeling good about it, it's not going to take much for them to just decide not to go. If it becomes inconvenient, something comes up, they weren't really that interested in the first place, so they don't go. So this gives you a lot of good information. And again, the whole premise here is that when you break your recruiting process down into individual metrics and you see the national data, like CareWork puts this data out all the time and we're coming out with some live options very, very soon, you'll be able to see all the time, well, How many interviews are people getting to show up versus mine last week, you know, to get that data all the time because it does change. It changes a lot throughout the year and even week to week. And this gives you the control that you need so that if you are not meeting hiring goals, you can break that down to a specific number versus just, hey, we're not meeting our hiring goals and it's really hard to hire caregivers right now. It is really hard to hire caregivers right now. It is a hard time to be in this business. But the answer is to find the data and focus on a specific number. Then you go out, you try things to fix it, and you come back to the number and say, is this working? Is this actually improving this KPI in our business? Where a lot of agencies fall short is either they're not tracking it at all, or if they are, they're only doing it in retrospect. So all of a sudden, they're stressed about recruiting, and an owner says to somebody on their staff, let's go look at all these numbers for the last three months, six months, whatever. And they're trying to go back and find all of this information. And that is really hard to do. And it's especially hard to get it done with accuracy. So that is why for these metrics, like how many applicants did you get? How many booked an interview? How many of those interviews were successful? You want to do it every week. Because if you do it that way, it doesn't take that long. And then when you do need the data, it's all there for you. You can very easily see what has changed. If our results are changing, where was this specific change? And you can just pull up your data and there it is. 
So all of this is why CareWork is very passionate about the data of home care recruiting. This is what we do for our clients who use our full service recruiting, where we are their recruiting team. We track all of this for them for this exact reason, so that we can give them strategies that are actually tailored to what they're facing. I don't have one magic bullet that will get everybody the hires that they need. I wish that I did. I mean, that would be fantastic for all of us, but I don't. What I do have is the data to sit down and go, hey, everybody needs more caregivers. Here's where your agency is actually struggling. Let's go to this data point. Now that we're at this one metric, here's three different things that could be impacting that metric. And then we can look at those things. So it just breaks it down into a much more a powerful way to build recruiting strategies because it's not so overwhelming because it's not this huge just ocean of strategies and concerns and challenges and outside forces. It's really just, this is the specific metric we need to improve. Here are the couple things it could be. Here's what we can try. And if you do this all the time, what happens is over the course of a year or two, you build an incredible recruiting process where everything that you're doing, you know why you're doing it. And when it doesn't work, you know how to identify specifically what's not working and how to fix it. You have a track record for here's our baseline. And then sometimes maybe you have a bad month and you go, wow, we got a lot fewer applicants last month. I wonder what it was like last February. You know, there are dips like this that happen every year, certainly around the holidays. And then we usually see a little bit of an increase after the holidays. Like there are times throughout the year that this fluctuates. And if you track it every week, every year, then you can look back and go, oh, we know that actually in June, we usually have a dip in applicants, but it's going to come back up when we get to back to school. So let's plan ahead for that. It's amazing. I could go on and on about this. I'll try not to. I'll try not to. But I love this kind of data. And I hope that these metrics are helpful for you guys to go out and start tracking. I promise if you make a system for it, it's not that hard if you have access to all of this data. But it does take somebody really dedicated to keeping up with it. So if you need help with this, let us know. This is literally what we do. And actually... Oh, in about a month or two, I'll have a pretty big announcement for you about a really easy way to track all of these metrics and access the national data live. So we're very excited for that here at CareWork. Stick with us. We're going to keep making recruiting easier and more effective for home care agencies because we do believe that better recruiting leads to better care. Thanks for joining us today on the Hire to Thrive podcast. If your home care agency needs more caregivers, CareWork would love to partner with you and help you scale your recruiting processes. Head to careworkus.com to learn more. Again, that's careworkus.com.